I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. So I had a lot to think about last night when I came home. It was late. And uh, it was one of those nights where I had some things on my mind and I just wanted to write a show, express something the best way I could and that was I was well the other day I was put on notice by Facebook that I was unable to comment or post anything because of an article that I posted from the World Economic Forum about COVID-19. I was surprised because well of course the World Economic Forum has been at the forefront of what is going to happen to our future as we're now moving out of a pandemic phase into another crisis that most certainly is waiting in the wings. Now, I can't put my finger on what it's going to be. Bill Gates talked about it. Um, I have a feeling it has something to do with war, economy, a number of things that are just going to fall apart at once. We're going to have to, it's like spinning plates. Remember back in the day where you'd watch Ed Sullivan, the guy would spin the plates or the Tonight Show? It's like everybody's going to be spinning plates. And eventually some of those plates have to fall. And, but what bothered me was that, you know, when I, was banned from Facebook for those, you know, 24 hours. And I know that many of you who are active on Facebook, some of you have been banned for 30 days. But, I mean, I'm not complaining that my freedom of speech was violated. And the reason why is because I know, I know that Facebook can enforce the terms of service if they wish. However, it got me thinking, though. It got me thinking about how we as a people are moving fast down that slippery slope to accepting an authoritarian despotic society in which the only opinions, ideas, and speech expressed are the ones permitted by the government and its corporate cohorts. Now, Facebook, granted, is a corporate arm that is, well, they're becoming intolerant of any speech they don't approve of. And this is not a constitutional issue. It's a programming issue. It's a programming issue that punishes thought crime. Civil liberties are going to be the sacrifice. They're, they're going to be, civil liberties are going to be sacrificed on the altar because of thought crime. The cancel culture has been very efficient in punishing thought crime, and the security state is going to enforce domestic terror laws that will certainly break our constitutional rights. In the wake of the January 6th riots at the Capitol, domestic terrorism has become the new poster child for expanding the government's powers at the expense of civil liberties. Of course, domestic terrorist is just the latest magic phrase to be used interchangeably with those who they or or the establishment consider anti-government, extremist, terrorist. It's there to describe anyone who might fall somewhere on a very broad spectrum of viewpoints that could be considered dangerous. And I say dangerous in quotes. And so what this does, literally, is it paints a target on the backs of every American. And you may find yourself breaking laws that you never knew you were breaking. And I've been hearing a lot of people. In fact, I had a 
I had a, a drink with a friend of mine, Adam. We were talking, and he says, it's like we're living in Nazi Germany, Clyde. That's right. And I said, I know. I've heard other people have told me it's becoming more like communist China. And the truth is, yes, that we, we have fallen into despotism, and there has been a conspiracy to put us here. And it's been in the planning as far back as just after World War II. Now, I want to tell you something. I want to do a show tonight, and I, and I thought about this because of what happened with Facebook and what happened with, or what everybody says about conspiracy theorists, okay? I want to give you a show tonight that's all about conspiracy, no theory, okay? This isn't theory. This is conspiracy. I'm sure many people say, oh, that's just conspiracy theory. Well, you can believe what you want, okay? But... As many of you know, who have listened to the show for as many years as I've been doing it, I mean, I'm in the air now, it's going on 26 years, it'll be 26 years in April that we've been doing Ground Zero. Started April Fool's Day, <laughs> so figure it out. So Ground Zero starts, 26 years, I've been doing this, and it just sickens me to think that there are people out there that throw out anything, any theory out there without any research, without doing anything. And, and, and back when this was first presented, what I'm about to talk about tonight, back when it was first presented, it was considered a conspiracy theory. And there were many political pundits out there, many people who studied history that wanted to go out of their way to debunk what I'm about to tell you, what I'm about to report to you. And, it, and what it is, is, is it deals with how the security state has expanded to the point where it's now doing the bidding, and, it, and a lot of people argue it always has. It's doing the bidding of the police state. It's doing the bidding of the security state. Of all the major actions taken by presidents since 1945, it's surely President Harry Truman's decision to sign off on the 1947 National Security Act, thereby birthing the national security state, or what some people call the military-industrial complex, and, and that's triggered the most unremitting, far-reaching, and profound blowback for the United States of America. It's also been a profound blowback for its allies and the rest of the civilized world. And if you would argue that in order to expand, justify, and perpetuate this monolithic Leviathan existence, there's much to show for the investment of blood and treasure the complex has enacted. And this is to say that, you know, little of the propaganda, I'm not talking about all the propaganda, the lies, the corruption, the debasement of the public good, but this whole divide and conquer and rule and abuse of power and privilege has sustained the security state. Or you look at the environmental, social, cultural, and economic destruction, geopolitical instability, the abject futility, and all too human suffering, tragedy, and farce that has been the hallmark of a security state for as many decades as we've been subjected to it. Now, in 1998, the Nazi war crimes and Japanese imperial government records interagency working group at the behest of Congress launched what became the largest congressionally mandated single subject declassification effort in history. As a result, more than 8.5 8, 8 million pages of records were opened to the public under the Nazi War Crimes Disclosure Act and the Japanese Imperial Government Disclosure Act. And these records include operational files of the Office of Strategic Services, the CIA, the FBI, Army Intelligence, 
interagency working groups, they issued three reports to Congress between 1999 and 2007. And the information that they declassified sheds important light and confirms one of the biggest kept secrets of the Cold War. And that is the CIA's use of an extensive Nazi spy network to wage a secret campaign against the Soviet Union. And this spy network has now expanded in ways that now focuses its all-seeing eye on American citizens. And it is soon to be expanded with the efforts of the Biden administration to pass new laws against what they're calling domestic terrorism. Now, this is an example of the law of unintended consequences hard at work. The decision doesn't simply tick all the boxes 70 years later. What is going on right now is what the deep state would call the gift that keeps on giving. 50 years ago, March 8, 1971, a group of eight activists staged one of the most stunning acts of defiance of the Vietnam War or the Vietnam era when they broke into an FBI office in Media, Pennsylvania and stole every document they found. The activists calling themselves the Citizens Commission to investigate the FBI began leaking shocking details about FBI abuses to the media. Now, the documents exposed COINTELPRO, the FBI's secret counterintelligence program, a global clandestine unconstitutional practice of surveillance, infiltration, and disruption of groups engaged in protest, dissent, and social change. Targets included Martin Luther King Jr., the Black Panthers, Malcolm X, I could go down the list, the American Indian Movement, the Young Lords, anti-war groups, black booksellers, and other organizations. The leaked documents triggered congressional investigations, increased oversight, and the eventual passage of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. The FBI never knew who was involved in the break-in until 2014 when several of the burglars made their identity public to coincide with the publication of a book about the break-in. So the inescapable reality from all this is that there are some extraordinarily powerful people, the likes of which insist to this day that everything that's going on is the way it should be, with some doubtless seeing it very much how it always is meant to be. We're always in this, this structure, this matrix they've created. Tonight, I'm going to give you a real conspiracy. This is not theory, and this is something that I believe that not one talk show host, this entire country, is going to cover, because it certainly will wake you up to what is really going on behind the scenes in the United States of America. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.